it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, November 11th, 2023. I'm your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello! I was going to say, how are you doing, Andy, but it's visibly not well. Yeah, I am horrendous. Uh, you can probably tell from my, from my voice, uh, my throat's really sore and, yeah, just generally not having a very good time today, so... It's probably for the best, G-Man. I think if you take the reins on this and I save what little voice I have. Yeah, yeah. You, you use it for the bits that you're needed for there. So that's and fine. Leave, so, the, leave the show to yourself. Enjoy. No worries. So there'll be a lot of muting on Andy's side when he does his coughs. But uh, yeah, you will notice that we have Joey with us today in our fair cities in Glasgow. Uh, we, he was, uh, I mean, how are you feeling, Jody? Uh, jo- how are you feeling, Joey, about the fact that last night we witnessed greatness in a stunning two-each draw uh, at the Smisa Stadium in Paisley. I would have felt a little bit better if I hadn't done my uh, my usual MO and add too many too many looks to the same game. Yeah. I mean, it's a great night of football. That was uh, it's a great finish. Unfortunately, uh didn't quite work out for Andy's five-team ACA, but... It That's just because we didn't collaborate beforehand and uh, get on the same wavelength. <laughs> exactly. Joey, back to two each draw. Did he? he, he yeah. Uh, That's I tremendous. I had them two in my five. on each team and then just, nope. <laughs> yeah. I had them in my five-team ACA and the other four came in, which was, including Copenhagen. Copenhagen were even on that against Man United, so it was worth a decent amount of money. And Hibs, yeah. losing a goal in the 93rd minute, ruined it for me. Oh well. At least it, it was a it fun for, night, Joey. Yeah, it ruined it for me as well, just just as a fan, <laughs> you know. Uh but yeah, so it wasn't uh it was a, a good start, and obviously Joey's in the UK just now. But um I think we'll start off by going through last week's picks. Um pretty tough week for, for a lot of us here. So we will roll on through. Uh starting off with Andy, uh and a game that both in fact Joey can do this bit because he was there. Joey, he what did you think there. of Dun- Dundee United <laughs> Inverness? It was a good time. I think I, uh, I had a great time on the bus, and it, it was just massively unlucky. I like the bus. You know the game wasn't great. It's a good bus. I didn't, I didn't say that. I never said the game wasn't great. I, I hadn't gotten to that part yet. It, uh, it was unfortunate not to get that, that finish in the middle. What was it? First 20-ish minutes, Andy? Probably Scott McMahon missed an open goal. Yeah, he put it over the bar. It was, really it was uh, massively unfortunate. And yeah, it would have been a completely different game after that. And yeah, it was weird. They uh, they got the equalizer, Dundee United, and then it wasn't like they just kept, they went on to try and grab that win. It was almost like they were, okay, now we're back to level. We'll get back into our, our rhythm here. Where it's like, okay, no, you just equalize. There's what, 30 minutes left, 25, 30 minutes left. Like, fucking go on, go go grab it. And they, yeah. Yeah, they, just, couldn't, they just couldn't break them down. 
So it ended oh. ended one all. I think that's my first banker loss of the season. Not good. Yeah, it was a it was a tough one in there. Uh, next one, uh, I also lost my banker, um, which I, I've done two out of the last five weeks, I think, which isn't very good. Uh, this was Heidenheim versus Stuttgart, and I really like Stuttgart winner draw. Congratulations, Heidenheim, on your two 0 win against Stuttgart. Uh, dreadful. Uh, and I, I know that um, a couple other guys in the podcast group were on like a straight up Stuttgart win, which is just like they were four to six. They were nearly a value pick in there as well. Like I was just as happy with them winning this game. Heidenheim scored uh, early in the second half, and then they put in a goal on a Stuttgart break, uh, ninety plus three, I think. Um, but yeah, Stuttgart well beaten. So uh, a disappointment there in that slot. Mm-hmm. Bit unfortunate. Stuttgart did miss a penalty yeah, right before they missed a penalty and scored. So, yeah. and it's not like the keeper made a save. I mean, the guy just fucking sent it over the bar. I don't know why they had Silas take that. I thought they would have had Undav, but yeah. I guess now they know. Now Hopefully. they know. He's, he won't be on the next one. Um, so, yeah, so no banker for me. Uh, and Dortmund versus Bayern. So, this was a, a Jerome's banker in here. He had both teams to score. Uh, and I believe it was a 4-0 Bayern win. I mean, uh, someone correct me if, if I'm wrong there. Um, but we did talk about this as over. I When I looked at this pick, uh, I got it confused with his charity because I was like, oh, he's got his banker in. It was over 3.5, but th- that was in a separate game. Oh. That was in Arsenal versus Newcastle. And I was like, oh, that's a really good pick there. I was like, shit, it's both teams to score in this. Um so yeah, a bit of a, a bit of a difficult week in the old banker slots here. Uh, yeah, it was a four 0 loss to for that, but incredibly unusual for none of us to hit our banker. Like I that, think that's that, the first time that's ever happened. I think it might be two hundred and second episode. It's certainly been a while if it has. Yeah, um, a, a nil for three in that slot. I, I, I don't think that's ever happened. I don't think it has. Um, well, so I've done I, my I, part to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. Uh, but with all of us doing that, that that was pretty crap. But um, yeah, so into the values this week. Um, Andy started with Pax versus MTK Budapest. Yeah, uh, he fancied a Pax win. Didn't come good. Nil nil. Pax had twice as many shots, twice as many shots on target. They've been scoring for fun in the run up to this. It's always nice to have a wee look at Twitter or X and type in the team name that you're backing to see if other people have been doing it and are equally frustrated. And the answer was yes. Yes, they were. A, a lot of vitriol on there for them not being able to score a goal so it ended nil nil and no no value pick uh, value was where I did the damage this week uh, this was Betis versus Mallorca uh, Betis won this game 2-0 they were they were EP'd in about the 60th minute went off at 6-7 just a, just a, a, a value win for me in there uh, value for Jerome a game he was at uh, this was Burnley versus Crystal Palace and he pretty much nailed it with talking about he's like things he's like this might be the last uh, of Burnley's current management teams game games together. Although they didn't get sacked on the back of that, it's looking pretty close here. They've all got they've got another tough matchup this weekend as well. Um, but yeah, so Palace won this game away from home, seventeen to eleven. So a good result there for 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 Jerome in the uh, in the value slot. Which takes us on to the outsider and another success for Mr. Vaughn here. So, Andy, do you want to talk about the the spoils of Wigan? Yeah, so I'd noticed that a couple of weeks ago, Exeter played Wigan in the league and Wigan were successful away from home. So I fancied them to do it again in the FA Cup, a competition that they won 10 years ago and would really care about. 
And they did do it again. They beat Exeter 2-0 away from home in my outsider slot. Better than 2-1, odds of 9-4. So really happy with that one. Uh, my outsider slot didn't come in, but I ran it close again. Uh, and I'm not back in Brescia this week. This was a draw between Citadel and Brescia. Um, it was two each up until the 82nd minute uh, in, in which uh, Citadel scored and made it 3-2. So again, it was another one goal close one in there, but just disappointing because Brescia are really good at scoring late goals. Uh, they just couldn't cobble anything together in the last, what turned out to be, you see, I think it's eight minutes to go. They actually had 15 because of the added time in here. So they had a, you know, a quarter of an hour to do something and couldn't do it. Um, super tight. Like if you look at the, the, the XG, you look at the ball possession, goal attempts, 0.93 expected goals for both teams and they managed to turn it into a 3-2. 48% to 52, 16 goal attempts, five and four shots on goal. Like it was a really tight game. Decided by fine margins, but no outsider for me. Jerome's outsider. Now this was interesting. Everton Brighton, uh, his reasoning, Brighton are shit. Uh, very close to being true here. Uh, this was, um, Everton took an early lead here and they were leading for most of the game until Brighton Scored uh, with about 15 minutes to go to make it one each and scupper his dreams of uh, getting an outsider double in here. Andy, is there anything you an, want to say about that? I believe it was an own goal as well, an Ashley Young own goal. Yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah, yeah disappointing in there because the two out of three does us really well on the outsider. So fine margins in the outsides, arguably closer in the outsiders as a collective than the bankers this week. Uh, again, when it comes to, uh, to, to some of them in there, but. But yeah, so disappointing there. Um, Charity, Andy, how did the Verdi boys go on? <laughs> they went and won the game 1-0, at odds of 4-7, to seven, which I was really happy with, considering they got a man sent off in the first half and played the entire second half with 10 men. So 10 men, Tokyo Verdi managed to, to win that second half 1-0 against Toshigi SC, and my charity pick came in. A good result for you there. Um, mine did not. Uh, this is a running theme at the moment with a charity. I think it's like three weeks now. I haven't hit one. Uh, this was Palermo away at Sampdoria. Palermo were absolutely fry, uh, flying. Um, not flying enough to uh, beat Sampdoria. However, uh, they lost 1-0 uh, to a Fabio Barini penalty that he then missed, but then followed in the rebound. I feel it's unjust that he gets two two things on the score sheet there, like penalty miss and goal, um, even though he couldn't do the first one properly. Um, but yeah, disappointing in there. Palermo weren't even, they had more of the ball, but they'd less shots on target, less than that. So a, a disappointing charity bet, and, and I'll be avoiding them for a wee while now. Uh, and Newcastle Arsenal was Jerome's charity. This was over 2.5 goals. I mean, this game was mental. Like, the, the Arteta completely lost it. Um, obviously, there was more bookings than anything else in this game as, uh, than, 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 than goals. It finished 1-0 at Newcastle. Um but yeah, so just a, just an interesting uh, an interesting game of football, but not one that contained a lot of goals. Uh, both of them had been banging them in. Sometimes they neutralise each other like that. But all in all, not a fabulous week uh, for me, not a fabulous week for Jerome. But an all right week for Andy in there, getting his charity and his uh, outsider in. Um, work to do, and we'll be doing that this week. Uh, it could have been, been better for me, like, the banker and the value both ended in draws, close draws, where the team that had backed really should have won. So, yeah, we're not far away. Just we are not. Week. 
Um, but yeah, so obviously we're going to go to the midsection here. The midsection, for all you patrons out there, uh, you'll know has been full of pretty good picks of recent. Um, I had taken what I'd considered another banker in there last week and it won, which is great. What was bad was my actual banker fucking lost. So uh, I'm endeavouring to maybe not say as much in the middle section this time and just keep everything in the in the main one. Um, but yeah, so we'll be heading to the midsection just now. Um, if you are a, one of our patrons, you'll be able to hear us talk about all things. I'm sure, Joey, have you got goals in there? Is there is there chat of goals in this midsection? Andy will do some Andy will do some coughs. That that that's some sweet cough content in there, and I'll be talking about the French lower leagues. But yeah, if you sign up to our Patreon, if you go to tramplebet.com, you'll be able to see the how you sign up on there, and yeah, you'll be able to hear this next section. So, gents, let's take it to the break. Quoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back. So, for the use on those of you on Patreon, you'll notice that we have lost uh, Mr. Vaughn here, uh, who who really is not well at all, and like has woke up, like then sweats, hasn't sent his picks in or anything here. Uh, generally, the first guy to put his picks in as well when it comes to that, like uh, a couple of days in advance, but just really has not been well here. So, me and Joey have done his picks, right? And we've done his picks because. You know how when you have enough content, like I think if we just sent like a, a chat GPT at, at this, this is what it'd come out with. But, you know, you've got me and Joey here who have got to listen to Andy enough of a time. So we think we know exactly who he'd be picking in this uh, in, in this week. So we'll give his reasoning. We'll give who he thinks. And if he goes 12 out of 12, that's it. He's pretty much done. Like he's not, he's not yet. Yeah, big, big pats on the back here for both of us. So Joey... I, I mean, you covered it briefly to start with. So Andy's banker this week, uh, which we think will be breaking his heart, would be Leverkusen versus Union Berlin. So this game was on Sunday, uh, and we think that he thinks that Leverkusen would win this game at home. So they're 2-7 to seven to do so. They play Karabag tonight. Union, we were talking about this in the pub last night, Union have been fucking dreadful. <laughs> like, for a team that have been playing... Like if they're a team you'd associated with, they ran the league quite close last season. They've been they've been up towards the top of the games. They've taken six points from ten games. You know, they stopped the bleeding a little bit last night uh against Napoli with a with a one one draw in there. Um but before that it was is it 10, 12, 12 games? Twelve straight, straight L's before that. Now, if you've well, taken it's, twelve it's straight 13 L's unbeat, thirteen winless. <laughs> thirteen winless. If you've taken 12 L's in a row and then you've drawn against Napoli, who do you think the team you'd least like to play against is? 
personally, I would see the team team that's that's two, four, six, eight. (laughs) Probably the team that's won 10 straight matches, yeah, and hasn't lost in, um, what, 12, 14, 16, 18 games? (laughs) Yes. 17 wins, one draw, yeah. I wouldn't want to face them, no. Especially not away from home either. Away from home, they're playing the team who have, you know, they beat Hoffenheim last week, who Joey was talking about in the midsection, are scoring for fun at the moment. Um, They just look like an immovable object at the moment. And uh, I wouldn't describe Union as an unstoppable force. So we think that that's what he would think for uh, for his banker here. So you'll get Leverkusen at two to seven at home here. Now on to more sensible picks. My banker. Uh, I am going to be in the Italian Sierra A. Uh, and a team that I actually haven't backed in a wee while because they had a bit of a, a wobble for a while. And I'll be taking Juventus. And I'll be taking them at home to Cagliari. And I'll be taking, they're also 2-5. to 4-11, to 11, the lad books, depending on uh, which bookmaker you're choosing to get. Um, the two teams that have been playing all right. Juve's home record has been really good. Uh, they won, they beat Verona, they beat Torino, they beat Lecce, they beat Lazio, and they drew with Bologna. Um, what I liked about this game was the head-to-head. Juve have won the last five iterations of this game. 2-0, 2 3-1, 3-0. Um, away form has been a cup draw with Udinese, a 2-2 draw with bottom of the league, Salaterna. Uh, Salaterna. Salernitana. I was reading that there. Um, and losses to Fiorentina, Atalanta and Bologna, all teams that are of Juve's calibre. And I just think UV second in the league, two points behind league leaders, playing against um, Cagliari, who are just, just outside the relegation zone, um, one point ahead of Verona, is a good time to be taking them as my banker. So we have had Leverkusen, we have had a UV. Joey, where are you? Yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll round out the banker travel with a little bit of spice because, you know, I mean, why else would I be here? I, it, this is it more than one show. to seven. I will have you. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, for, for my banker this week, I'm going to be in Korea. And I thought this was by far one of the best picks I could have come up with for a banker. Obviously, I was looking at Leverkusen and it it just, it almost felt like a softball pitch. Like, like not yeah. like a low, but like low hanging fruit. I mean, it's a bit, yeah. bit cheap as a pick to bring to the podcast. Well, for my taste, yeah. But yeah. Hey, no, a win is a win. That's what we're trying to go for here. So I'm, Yeah, absolutely. No, no shame. No. No shade, but so I'm looking at uh, Daegu versus Guangzhou, and I like the away the away team Guangzhou to avoid defeat. So the Guangzhou double chances at one to two, so it still falls within our banker meets uh, the criteria limits. I just like to be on the high end of that. That's nothing wrong with that. Just as long as yeah. it comes in, as long as <laughs> so it comes in, that's fine. <laughs> so that's going to be on Saturday at seven thirty a.m. And so there's three matches left in the K League season, and Guangzhou find themselves firmly in third place for that last AFC Champions League qualification spot. And so if they are three points better in that second place, they automatically qualify versus having to go through a qualification process, which I think they'll be up for. There'll be there's some incentive into that. Yeah. yeah. And Daegu, they sit uh they sit bottom of the championship group. And they technically have a chance to qualify for that spot that Guangzhou currently occupies. But I mean, there's still five points behind, four or five points behind. And I, I look at that as an outside chance. I mean, they lost their first two matches to start the season, granted, again, or to start the split. Granted, it's against Ulsan Hyundai and John Buck. So two of the perennial top teams. So I'm not, I won't harp on them too much for that. But that really puts them behind the eight ball here. And um, Guangzhou really just need to avoid defeat to 
sort of not cement that spot, but really give themselves a push forward. And it also doesn't hurt that Guangzhou have been in sensational form leading up to that split, topping the 10, 15, and 20 game form table. And they've only lost twice in their last 15 matches overall. And a lot of their recent su success has actually come away from home with just one loss in their last 13 away matches. Add in the fact that they've won four straight matches at Daegu with only one loss in their last seven trips to Daegu. And I mean, one to two is just a phenomenal price. And the fun fact I've got here for this one is the away side has actually only lost once in the last 12 meetings between these sides. Oh, really? Longju has lost just six times in the last 16 meetings, all locations, dating back to 2014. So for whatever reason, I think it's a lot of the way that these teams set up where they kind of like to sit back and hit on the counter. So that yeah. away team really capitalizes on the home team having to take that bonus. And I think in this spot, I wouldn't be surprised if this ends level, just given how good Daegu have generally been at home this season. But I was actually on the border of looking at this for a value shout um, for Guangzhou to win, actually, mm -hmm. just given how insanely well they've been doing. Um, plus, they're trying to hold off John Buck and Inchon in those fourth yeah. and fifth spots as well. So I think hey, Joey, them to avoid like defeat it. is a great shout. A double chance in there. One so two. at one to two, so you have uh, Guangzhou on the double chance there. You have uh, Leverkusen at home to Union Berlin, and you have a UV at home to Cagliari. Uh, I don't have odds for that, um, but I'd imagine it'll be just about one point five. Yeah, So that's yeah. good. Well, we'll move on to the values. So our community source value here. Me and Joey scoured the leagues that Andy likes to look in. There's three. Um, and we when we've pieced together what we think would be his value pick here. And we're in Denmark. And it's on Friday night. And it has the potential to wreck the podcast before it's even started. So 6 p.m. Friday night, Silkeborg versus Randers. Silkeborg, best home team in Denmark, surprisingly. They have taken from their Seven games. They've taken 16 points at home. They've been really, really good. They're doing all their good work at home. They're playing against a Randers team who's taken five points from seven away games. So under a draw a game. Um, Selkeborg have been great uh, when they've been they've been playing at home here. They beat Lingby 5-0 uh, in, that, in that game where uh, Andy backed uh, <laughs> Andy had backed um, uh, Lingby. They had they've beaten Viborg. They've beaten... Um, yeah, they've beaten Viborg in here, they've beaten Fjellke, they've beaten North Zealand. Um, over the last five games between Silkeborg and Randers, um, there has been one draw, one Randers win, and three Silkeborg home wins here. So uh, they are they are both, you know, they're a team that, that likes to play against Randers and likes to beat them. Randers is away form, lost to Aarhus, draw with Midtjylland. Uh, they beat B93 in penalties, which uh, is a cup game in between here. They beat Viley. Um, but lost to Bronby in, in their last five. So there's been you know a bit of up and down results. You'll get Silkeborg at home at seven to ten. And I think, or four to five actually on uh, 365, I think this will probably touch evens before it kicks off. Because more people know Randers than they do uh Silkeborg here. And I think yeah, people will go down and, and back that year. So we're giving them the curse. We're putting them up first, putting them on uh, you know, bat and lead off. And let's hope there's no grounding out to the he, picture. Uh, he technically has a scapegoat in this one. So he... <laughs> oh, yeah. 
He's funny. Hey, this wasn't my pick. I, yeah, these weren't my picks. Get less down the mega cube. But, but conversely, though, we uh, we absolutely will take all credit for uh, getting the uh, mega. Oh, absolutely. Off to start though, <laughs> definitely. But I, I mean, Silkeborg are a great pick here. I think the home absolutely. form is great. They're doing really well just now. Um, yeah, just just the time to be backing Silkeborg is now, and we will be doing that. So, moving away from Silkeborg, moving back into my wheelhouse. For my value, I am in France and the French League 2 for Laval versus Concarneau. Laval are top of the French second division uh, and have been for some time. Uh, they, they've been pretty good of recent. Um, this game is on Saturday uh, at, at 6 o'clock at night. They've been really good. Um, last five home games, they did lose to Saint-Étienne in their last game, but prior to that, they'd won their previous four. Um, Concarneau's away form hasn't been fab. They've lost two, drawn one, and won two. Um, if you look at the standings, Laval top of the league, taking 29 points from 13 games. They're three points clear of Angers in second. Concarno are down 14th out of a 20-team league. They've taken 15 points uh, from their 12 games. I just think it's a good time to be back in Laval at home. Uh, they're the second best home team in the league, uh, taking 15 points from their six games. Um, they're only the second best because uh, Angers have played an additional game where they've taken 17 points from their seven games. So they do have the opportunity to be the best home team in the league here. Um, Kidcarno's away form, they're the 12th best team out of a 20-team league uh, for their away form here. They've taken seven points from uh, their six games. Their goal difference is negative. Uh, four goals scored, eight conceded. Laval have been very good at, uh, at home, at keeping them out. Uh, they've scored seven, conceded three. So I just think it's a good time to be back in Laval and I will be doing so. And you can get them at 8 to 11. So, Joey, what you got? Uh, the Lavalue. I love it. Lavalue, yes. Did you like that when I popped that in the chat? <laughs> I, 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 had a, I had a proper chuckle when I, uh, when I saw that. It made me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> so for my value pick, I'm going to bring it back home to the continent or the continental country here. Um, and I like to think I'm going to be putting on my uh, my Dave Greenfield hat for this one. I, nice. I, I'd like to think he'd be proud of this one. And I like Stockport to win away at Swindon. You can get that at even money. So that's going to be on Saturday at 3 p.m. And Stockport are in first place, traveling to 10th place Swindon. And hopefully this will be straightforward because while Swindon have picked up 16 of their 23 points at home, scoring 19, conceding seven in seven matches, They've been massively off the mark a lot lately. They've lost six of their last eight overall, while now seven of their last nine have been played at the midweek. Um, and they lost back-to-back home matches, including a shock 7-4 loss in the FA Cup to National League side Aldershot. Yes, he's not even... This is a team probably... Out of the pyramid. Out of the pyramid, Joey. 15, maybe 20 places below them in the pyramid. Versus a team ten places above them in their own league, I mean that's that's already a good start. But yes. Stockport, on the other hand, they've been absolutely brilliant. They had a slightly shaky start in the beginning of the season, the first couple of matches, but they've won twelve matches on the spin now. And historically, there's only been three meetings this decade. Stockport's won two and drawn one, so they haven't lost to Swindon yet. Swindon, they did start hot out of the gate and. Rightfully so. They were they were banging goals. It was I've been loving them for both teams to score in over two point five. Yeah, uh, could tell. But they've massively come down back down to earth, and this is literally the definition of two teams trending in opposite directions. Um, Swindon played away at Colchester in the midweek. 
they took a one nil lead in the first half and then conceded three goals in the second half to lose three one. Add in the fact that they lost open shot. Yeah, I mean that's that's just a tough run of form, and I think Stockport's going to eat it up. I think I wouldn't be surprised if there's both teams to score on this. Obviously, um, so if you want to get a little spicy, throw in Stockport win plus both to score. But I mean, I just can't look past the Stockport win, and even money is a phenomenal shout. Excellent. Okay, yeah, well, I, I actually do know. Well. <laughs> I do know the price on this, Joey, because I, I I squirreled away and looked it up here. So that treble of Laval, Stockport, and Silkeborg will return you five point six eight to one. So it would be an excellent start for 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 the weekend there. We can work with that. We can work with that. So, Joey, this is where me and you get a bit controversial because. Andy's outsider. We are three games to go in Japan. We are looking at two teams who still are towards the top of the table, with one being on top and one being in third. We're looking at show hatred for me, Uroa, and we're and we're getting involved in this game again. So, I mean, I mean why not? Uh, why not in here? So this is the kind of thing you would sure be doing here. Plenty of reasons why we should. Why? Be, but... but yeah. But today <laughs> we're looking at Urawa versus Kobe. So this is two teams right up at the top of the league. Sixty-two points Kobe versus fifty-four points Urawa. Kobe are, are are looking at three games to go. They're top of the league here, um, and they're playing against an Urawa team who are in that uh, Champions League AFC place in third. Both teams need something out of this game, so. Urua, uh you know, to hold off uh, Hiroshima and Nagoya right behind them from getting in that AFC position. Kobe to try yeah, and go on behind. and win, try and go on and win the league. They're only two points ahead uh, of the F Marinos here. Um, they're two teams that the last two games have been two each draws between them. So they're yeah. two game two teams that have been uh, you know getting involved in, in tight games between them themselves. Urua's home record they lost in the Champions League to Pohang. Uh, they obviously beat Kashiwa uh, a couple of weeks ago when, when Andy had backed them there. Um, Kobe's away form, they had uh, they beat Yokohama, who are just below them two weeks ago. They drew with Shonen. They drew with uh, FC Tokyo. They lost on penalties to Ruasa Kumamoto in the uh, Emperor's or the Levane Cup here. And they got beat with Hiroshima. So they're a team that have a, a bit of a, you know, they're, their away form isn't fantastic here. Joey and I no. think that it's going to be a draw. And we think that we can bring this to the show here. One, in the theme of Andy, but two, without taking the potential risk of actually backing against or with Urua here. They're spoilers. They just like to spoil other people's fun here. And we think that there's a pretty reasonable chance this game could end up as a draw. Nine to four. You can get them as a draw. You know, you're you're over two to one there. It looks like a draw all day for us. You know, the form table has them right beside each other, ten points from five, nine points from five. Um Urua's home, they're you know, Urua's home record, they've taken thirty points from fifteen games. I just think that we think that this game's gonna be a draw. Yeah, and to be fair, they uh in their midweek AFC Champions League match against uh Poang, which I'm kind of kicking myself because I, I had a feeling that might have been a, a Paul Anglin because they won 2-0 at Uruwa, but this yeah. one was reverse fixture. That was looking 1-1 for 
the longest time and then Poang nicked a late winner, which they've been doing this season. They've they've been yeah. had late goals, plenty of late goals. So that's not the surprising part. But I mean, that was that was shaping up to be a draw. And again, it's it's two sides up towards the top. Each one has their own motivation and they're not going to want to drop points. I think this is a great shout. Absolutely. For a draw. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed in there. So yeah, that's what we think on Andy's one there for his outsider. Again, onto onto my outsider here. I am predictably where I where you would think I would be. I'm in France. I'm in League Two, and I'm another uh, six o'clock at night kickoff on Saturday. Uh, and this is Auxerre versus Saint Etienne, and I fancy a draw in this game. Two teams are right beside each other in the table, twenty four and twenty two points, third and fourth. Um, Auxerre's home form: drawn two, one two, lost one. Um, if you look at San Etienne's away form, they've been winning games, but they've been winning games against uh, kind of pretty good opposition. They beat Laval in there, um, they beat Troyer, they beat Concarneau, they beat Colm, they drew with Annecy. Now, you'd be thinking, well, why are you not backing San Etienne here? You know, they 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 look like they're a force away from home. They're sixteen to five. You know, that sounds like a good shout, Joey. The reason I'm not backing San Etienne here is the past. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven meetings have been drawn. Back to back to back to back to back. Ooh. So it's starting to sound like the Vienna Derby. <laughs> it, is, it is like the Vienna Derby in here. So it was a, a one each draw in the cup earlier uh, last season, a one each draw in 2022, uh, a 3-0 Auxerre win after extra time in 2017. After you know, it was a nil-nil draw up until then. And the games before that, nil-nil, one-one, two-two, one-one. Um, there's just been a ton of draws in this game and you know both teams are, are playing alright just now um, as I said Auxerre ha- have been alright at home beating Rodet and beating Annecy Sani Etienne have been really good away um, but it's a game they're right beside each other in the league um, it's a tougher ask than maybe some of the games that Sani Etienne have been winning away from home with the exception of the, the Val one you know that was, a, that was a good win for them there just think the game looks like it's going to be a draw for the pleasure of this draw Joey 5-2 to two. So oh, we love that's, that. where, that's where I am. So what have you got to round us out? Did, did I just complete the draw treble? I think is you there, have completed the draw treble, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'll take that as a bit of subliminal um, planning on our part, going with the oh, yeah. draw instead of for either side. But no, yeah, so I'm to complete the draw, Trixie. Um, yeah. I'll be back in back in Belgium. Backing another draw for Anderlecht, um, this time at 3.6-ish. So it's going to be on yep. Sunday at 5.30 p.m. And just like the last time I backed Anderlecht to draw against Club Bruges, this is going to be another matchup between two top Belgian sides that have played more than their fair share of close games. Gets at one point behind Anderlecht in third place, and they've had 10 of 13 lead, league matches settled by one goal or ended up level as a draw. Um, yep. And Anderlecht have had 9 of 13 league matches follow a similar trend. Historically, these sides have only seen one match settled by two plus goals in the last 15 meetings, with eight draws in the last 12 meeting over 12 meetings overall, and four draws in the last six meetings at Ghent. Where I'm kind of glad that Andy's not here, because I know I'd get a little stick for this. Anderlock have been in sensational form since Anders Dreyer came back from injury. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of why I don't agree with Ghent being even money favorites here. Um, I think there's phenomenal value on Andrew Luck on the double chance. At, I think it's two to three-ish. Uh, all right. I'm sorry. Six to nine. Um, 
<laughs> but uh, Ghent have to travel midweek to Breidablik in the, yep. uh, what is it? Icelandic League? I can't, they not? Yes, I can't remember if it's Europa or Europa. I think, it's, I think it's Conference League, yeah. So I think that they should win that comfortably. I mean, I don't, I think they're more or less shooing to top that group. But I mean, still traveling away midweek, European football. I mean, it's going to be a tough match. Breidablik aren't going to just roll over, especially playing at home. Um, but ultimately, I think Ghent should still have enough to scrape out a draw here. Um, yeah. Both sides have been in phenomenal form, winning most of their home matches, winning most of their away matches. I think they'll cancel each other out. And another fun fact, Anderlecht actually haven't won at Ghent in seven years. <laughs> They've been either level or lost by one in all 11 of those matches. And so yeah. that's more They've or less They've drawn seven out of those out. 11 as well. So, so I'll be looking at I like it. either 1-1 one, one or nil-nil. The uh, the little devil on my shoulder is saying two two, but I, I no, just not a chance. One one, fucking nil nil. I'd be just Sco- fine with one one. <laughs> I think it looks like a nil nil, but yeah, as but yeah, drawing under two point five, yeah, not a bad shout. Yeah, so Joey will be taking just the draw, just the draw just in the there. Draw. So he'll be taking um, Gent and Alec to be a draw. Andy will be taking Urua versus Kobe to be a draw, and I'll be taking Ogzer versus Sunny Etienne to be a draw to combine. To thirty nine point nine five to one, so just just a smidge under forty to one. So looking very tasty. Moving very nice. on to the charity bet now, Joey. The charity bet has not been somewhere I've been very successful recently. Andy was good last time; uh, he was excellent. He hit the Tokyo Verdi guys, and and, and they won for him. Now we are going to keep him where we think he would like to be. He's in Japan. It is Sunday morning. It's 5 a.m. If you're still up uh, and, and you've got something to do, then uh, you know this is the game to be watching for you here. This is Yokohama F. Marinos at home to see Osaka. You'll get Yokohama at the odds of 10 to 11 to just under even money. We like this because Yokohama are in second place. They are the splitting team between Kobe and Uroa, who we fancy to draw this weekend. Um Alas, we do fancy Yokohama to win their game against the Siosaka team, who are four points outside the four points outside the AFC final Champions League place with three team uh, three games to go. However, there's two teams between them with Hiroshima and Nagoya in there who both have easier games than this one. So Yokohama's home form. Last three games have been three wins. Uh this was against Kaya in the cup, against Sapporo and against Urua. Um, they'd losses to Kobe before that, who obviously are top of the league, and uh, Incheon uh, in the AFC Champions League here. Um, Yokohama's last two games, uh, sorry, Sio Saka's last five games don't make for pretty reading. Draw, uh, drawing 0-0 with Hiroshima, getting beat by Kobe, getting beat by Kashima, beating Yokohama FC, which I think with a fair wind and enough bodies, we could all do. Uh, they're bottom of the league at the moment just now uh, and drawing one each with Kashiwa. It just looks like the kind of game that Yokohama would want at this point in the season, playing against a team who I think they don't really have anything to play for. They're, they're, you know, it would take a bit of a miracle for them to be ending up in the, the AFC Champions League spot. Um, it's a game in which uh, you know, Yokohama will be looking to, to do the damage and to, if there is a draw between Urua and uh, Kobe, kind of steal a march on Kobe there because they are only two points behind. So even money, uh, you'll get them for there. I think so we could do a lot worse, for sure. Yeah, I, th- I think we could in there. Um, 
So yes, that runs out Andy's, that's AI Andy's uh, uh, picks for the week, uh, combined by myself and Joey. Um, I'll move on to my charity here. Um, and I don't know, I was going to say something a bit mean there, but I, I think Real Sociedad, we were talking about last night, I'm just surprised how good they are at the moment. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they, they were a team who, they signed a lot of players that I would sign in FIFA, like they bought Kieran Tierney, obviously. Um, you know, Andre Silva in there uh, was another guy who, who, who's been doing really well for them here. But they've got a really nice task this week um, in playing bottom of the league, which is exactly who you want to be to be dealing with here. So they, they, they are facing Almeria on uh, Saturday. Almeria are bottom of the league. They have taken three points from 12 games. That's the kind of team you want to be playing. Um, but against Sociedad team who have taken 19 points from their 12 games. Um, just outside the European slots at the moment, um, just behind Betis and Bilbao and Madrid. Um, still well within the mix for, for for getting involved in there. They've also been really quite good in Europe, uh, handing out an absolute shooing to Benfica last night. Uh, they could have been 5-0 up at halftime. They were 3-0 up after about 20 minutes. They missed a penalty and had a goal varred off. Benfica scored in the second half that meant nothing, but they won that game 3-1. And they'll be playing against an Almeria team who... I've just been absolutely, absolutely hopeless. They lost to Alaves, they've lost to Las Palmas, they've lost to Girona. They're top of the league, that's fine, that's not as bad. Losing to Bilbao. They got a cup win against CF Tal- Talavera, uh, who play in the Segunda RFEF Group 5. So I'm not taking much from the, the being buoyed by that win in there. Um, Almeria also got a man sent off in that game, so they're not even really keeping their discipline here. Um, I just think Associated away away win here is looking pretty likely. You'll get them at eight to eleven, so I think a nice safe charity for me. Nice. Uh, so Andy's is even money. Mine's is eight to eleven. What are you rounding out this week's show with, Joey? Yeah, I think uh, Associated have kind of just been that team where you, you always feel they're mid to upper table, like they're kind of yeah. always in and around it. But then, like for whatever reason, this season they've just been—it's just really clicked. I mean, yeah, it's clicking for them, isn't it? I don't know if it's been a while since they've played in Champions League specifically. I know they've been in Europa a couple seasons, yeah. but for whatever reason, it's just they're on a tear right now. They, they've been so you look at Union, who have kind of struggled with that. Yeah, just work dropped out. Sociedad are on the other side of that, where they've just been taking it all in stride. And yeah, that's it just sails in. That's a great shout. Um, so to round this out, I'll be in Germany in the Bundesliga 2 nice. for Hertha Berlin hosting Kaiserslautern. And Hertha Berlin, the home win is going to be 1.85-ish. So that's on Saturday at 7.30 p.m. So these are And they're playing against, of, is it Karlsruhe they're playing against? Is it, no, I think it's Kaiserslautern. Is it not, Car, is it Hertha Berlin or not? I think they're playing Karlsruhe. Unless they're playing Karlsruhe. One of those Kai, Kai teams. It's, it's key to start, um, but yeah, I think it's Car, Karlsruhe they're playing against. But yeah, I still think it's a good pick. That's it. Because I look, Regardless, you said yours ahead of time. Um, they so these are two sides towards the middle slash bottom of the table, but I think a lot of that is due to that kind of rough start that Hertha had to start the season. Yeah. They're kind of trying to figure out their striker situation. They just signed. Uh, it is Carl Schroeder. Yeah, yeah. Huh. funny how that works. The, the more you know, it it still stands. Doesn't change my pick. They're still yeah yeah. Still shit, it's it's but, back uh, in Hertha. Yeah, just uh, yeah. Got my wrong Kai. Got my wrong Kai team. But um, 
<laughs> yeah, a lot of that is, I mean, they, they were struggling in the beginning. I mean, it, you look at that 6-4 win for Magdeburg that I luckily scraped out from the yeah. win plus poker score, and they put up four goals. Like, there's two yeah. teams that are still going to keep up with that. But they've had, let's see, in the 12 matches in all competitions since losing their first three league matches, they've won eight and drawn one with only three losses in their last nine league matches for her to... Um, Karl Schur, not Kaiser Slaughter, they sit in 16th place for a reason. They've lost six of their last 12 league matches with just two league wins so far. And the key for me here is going to be the home and away splits with Hertha picking up, or Hertha picking up nine of their 16 points at home. And they've only conceded four times in five matches. And that includes three clean sheets in their last five matches at home for a plus eight goal differential. Goal differential, while their opponents have only picked up four points in six away matches with a minus four goal differential. Hertha have won four of the last five home games, including a win against Mainz in the Cup, while Hausruhr lost five of their last six away matches, including a loss to Saarbrücken, which, granted, they had that massive upset, upset against Mainz. Yeah, so it's not yeah. so bad anymore, but uh, but yeah, it's, they're just off the mark. And uh, yeah, I think I... Definitely did my right up on. Hey, no, I think, I think Her- but it still stands. It still stands. I, I stand by the pick, but I'm just now realizing that. No, right no, it was Hertha. But I, it, I think I think Hertha's a great pick in there. You know, they've been on a real form about, here. Their only loss Hertha. was to Sam Pauli, who have who have been who have been great. Uh, and Carlos away form's terrible. Like they they the last five oh, games yeah. away from home, they've been absolutely dug me. So I think it's. No, I, think I didn't have really that right. Good. Yeah, you did. did you just get the wrong name choice. Just, just minus the Sar. Just minus yeah. the Sarbrucken. So I think. I think it's a great. Awful. Yeah. I, I think it's a great pick in there, Joey. I liked it when you sent your picks through a couple of days ago. I think Hertha, Hertha are the team to be backing at the moment. You're right. They figured it out now. They understand what they need to do. Um, and most importantly, the early payout. So. That takes us with the early payout charity treble of Real Sociedad, the Yokohama F Marinos, and Hertha Berlin takes us with our 5% boost to 5.43 to 1, which I'll be back in this week because Andy got his charity. Uh, Andy got his charity in last week and I did not. So £67 and a penny will be winging its way over to a charity of your choice, my choice, um, at the end of uh, at the end of this week. So Obviously, a bit of a different feel to this show this week with with me and Joey talking a bit about uh, what we think Andy would have done. I mean, Andy can obviously get involved and, and tell us what he thinks of of his picks. Uh, yeah, when he's feeling a bit better, but uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully he's feeling a bit better soon. Um, you'll see Joey's in our lovely Trample Bet uh, host football kit here. Uh, yeah, this is the sports social number if you're on Patreon here. Uh, you can join our Patreon if you would like to uh, by visiting www.tramplebet.com and then you can follow the link to our Patreon in there. It's about £6 a month. It uh, allows you to have a look at the cheat sheet, which is all of our picks written down in a handy JPEG format for you to peruse at your leisure. Uh, you also get to see our lovely mugs. Joey live from his hotel in Glasgow and me live from my house in Glasgow. Um, Joey, this weekend, obviously, then, you're going to be, if Andy's feeling better, attending some, some football matches. Do you want to tell the people who you're attending over the next few days, then? Tonight, yeah, obviously. Yeah, should be, uh, should be an amazing time, actually. I'm, I'm more excited about it than I initially thought I'd be. But, yeah, mm-hmm. so tonight I'm going to Rangers versus Sparta Prague uh, with Chris Kelly. 
that'll be a great time. And then, yeah, if, if Andy's feeling better, um, I'll be going to Dundee away to Dunfermline on yep. Friday, Saturday, Chris, and hopefully Andy, if he's feeling better, well, I'll be going to, uh, the Glasgow clan hockey game. Last nice. time I was here, I went to a, what was it? It was Guildford flames again. Yep. Oh, I think it was Dundee. Actually, I think it was Dundee yeah. stars. Um, but that was back down in South when I was uh, staying in London. And so it'd be kind of cool to go to different stadiums in this UK hockey league, because that was one of my favorite things in the U S going to different, the NHL arenas, MLB, MLB arena or stadiums. Yeah. NHL arenas, MLB stadiums. <laughs> Got to have the differentiation, but yeah, yeah, it should be a great time. And hopefully we get some, uh, some good fireworks. And then Sunday I'm going to uh, Celtic Aberdeen with Chris as well. And then yeah. I want to say there's something on Monday, but I think we're just going either going golfing or watching something. Yeah. Something out so, with that, but I mean, an exciting time. Uh, and, and, could and be worse. Things. yeah, it could, it could be much worse, but yeah, we're obviously enjoying having Joey here. Um, and yeah, hopefully we, we, you know, by Sunday, by Monday, he's just celebrating by getting on it because we've we've hit the mega coupon. So, absolutely. I think then you guys are just going to be stuck with me for a little longer. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You're just in a couple of weeks. So, um, obviously, Andy's not here. So I get to say, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a fabulous weekend. Happy hunting, and Joey gets to say my bit, which is bye. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.